0: If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great and hard top, it's and since the Sandbox.
1: Since the Sandbox fans, we are back with some more fantasy content. But this one isn't going to be your typical fantasy rankings. We're actually going to tell you the guys we think you should kind of shy away from when it comes to your fantasy drafts, fantasy seasons, and planning out your fantasy roster. So this episode is what we like to call Fantasy Beware. So I'm going to start off the list. And you guys have kind of heard some tendencies that I've had about a lot of these Fantasy Beware names. I'm going to give you a running back and a wide receiver before I ship this to my guys. The running back I would like to share first, Melvin Gordon. Don't want any part of Melvin Gordon. I actually don't even think he's the best running back on his team anymore. I'd much rather have Javante Williams drafted him in the fifth round. Melvin Gordon was still sitting there seventh, eighth, or ninth round. Yeah, he's a big name when it comes down to to that part of the draft and, and things of that sorts, but I just think that you know what you get with Melvin Gordon. He'll give you six, seven games. Healthy. He'll give you a game or two where he gets you like 20 plus fantasy points. Other than that, you'll be dealing with injuries. Yeah, he can catch the ball pretty well, but he's not the bell cow that he once was when he was on his rookie contract with the Chargers. Now, to shift to my wide receivers big name, big name that has been a solid fantasy wide receiver Michael Thomas. Mm -hmm. I talked about how I want nothing to do with the Saints, not really feeling Kamara, not really feeling Michael Thomas. Don't know the quarterback scenario. The Saints are just too iffy for me. And when it comes to fantasy football, knowing I have multiple options, especially when Michael Thomas is being drafted, I don't like it. I don't want a part of it. Buyer beware. I'm going to bang
2: out because I only have a couple. But I think you guys should all listen. I think I have a, a thing or two of knowledge and bewaring of players. <laughs> All right, read off the infamous list. This list has gone through hell today. Oh, man. All right, so the first one, Joe Mixon. (laughs) Never, never would I... I I would literally rather draft Damian Harris in the fourth round than this dude. Oh, man. This dude has no knees. It is over. He has never been good, never was good, and is not good. God forbid Joe Burrow can't even get his feet underneath him without Joe Mixon talking about how he should be, like, solidified number one back. Like, bro, take a seat. You're going to be in a wheelchair by game six. DJ Moore. Listen, Sam Donald has the connection with Robbie Anderson. That's there and established. Their offense might suck to begin with. So there's that. So I think he's going to take a slight drop off. Sam Donald likes Robbie Anderson a little more. They have a connection.
0: And they might suck. Is it safe to say that DJ Moore will be the third option in the pass game behind... Robbie Anderson and McCaffrey? Possibly. It is quite... Po- Kev
2: with the Kev's had some great side notes today. So if anybody's looking for a producer, we have one available. If anyone available. needs Cliff
0: Notes for their summer reading, let me know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's never read anything Jane Eyre, though. No yeah. Jane Eyre. Uh, and then the last one, Travis Etienne and J-Rob. J-Rob got me a championship last year. He put it in the bag. In the bag. But him and Etienne splitting carries right away. Big red flag. And we all forget... The Jaguars suck. Their old line sucks. It sucks. And, like, when you think about it, they have to go against the Colts' front line, which is going to eat them alive. The Texans suck, and they'll eat them alive. And then the Titans actually can rush this year. And
0: there's always the other thing of James Robinson, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to be splitting carries. So it's not like even when he's both. Robert's yeah. In. Oh, you said well, I, I, thought thought I, just, I thought you just. And said the whole thing
2: is man. the whole Jags team just sucks. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like when has two running backs on a sucky team ever worked out yeah. for fantasy? Name me one, dude. Maybe the Falcons. I guess if you want to call Todd Gurley yeah, or Todd Gurley yeah. a success. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. Whew. All right. So I'm you dying. know what? I'm gonna run through my list too because Lou did the same thing, and I'm not gonna let him get away with it. And I'm time. sweaty. So the, my my first one's kind of a 2 for 1. Steve you mentioned both of them, Kamara and Thomas. Definitely definitely think Thomas is is more of a dud than Kamara and I out. think I think Kamara being the running back will benefit a little bit more of the, you know, not so well quarterback position there. And honestly, I kind of wish I said this during my old predictions, but the other reason I shy away from Michael Thomas is because I very well think that Kamara could have more catches than him this year. Oh, absolutely. 100%. so, That's so sad. But still, I would stay away <laughs> from both of them. If you can get Kamara, you know, in a, in a later round than you normally would, I would say go after him just because it's, it's still Alvin Kamara. But me personally, I'm going to try to shy away from him. The next guy, Odell Beckham Jr., and I think Odell still has good football left in him, but and I know I've said this again, but you gotta think. The Browns offense literally got better without him last year. So it's like, where does he really fit in? It's a running back heavy offense. You still got Jarvis Landry on the other side, who still can be productive. And they got and they got, you know, a decent tight end in um Austin Hooper too, if he can stay healthy. So, gonna gonna be tough to to get a real bit on Odell again. If he's there late, would I draft him hundred percent? But I Don't really, you know, expect him to be one of my week in and week out starting wide receivers. At least to start the season. Maybe he can flip my mind depending on how the Browns do. I don't know. My last two guys are running backs. Steve, sorry to break it to you, but Saquon is on my list. Wow. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not going to draft Saquon, you know, in the first or second round. Because I very well might. But the fact that his injury history and now he's banged up before the season even started again is very concerning to me. Especially now, where Daniel Jones is established, and they have, you know, more weapons through the air. Established what?
2: He's established.
0: Established where?
2: He's John. Where at his book club? He's established. Don't don't listen. He's a cold. If, if, if he if he doesn't have a two to one touchdown interception ratio, he's gone. I well, think I mean, Steve I, can verify I mean, I that. Ho-
0: I hope he does. But anyway, Saquon still going to draft him, but just beware of the injury concerns. And then my last guy. Again, a guy who I still would draft, but wouldn't necessarily want him as my running back one, per se, is Josh Jacobs. Because I think, Ooh. well, he's another one who was banged up the end of last year. And he's one guy who I feel like, I don't want to say his best football's behind him, because I don't think it is. But he's had such a heavy load since he's been in the no. league. Yeah, he has. No. Oh, he's had such a heavy load since he's been Crazy. in the league. Crazy. Are you kidding me? Crazy, oh, fan. Crazy. But he didn't
2: load. have any carries in college. So he's fresh. Yeah, but... NFL is different in college. I know, but
0: but everyone comes in with four years of mileage. Josh Jacobs, just beware. He could go down. The Raiders could stink, like I always said they do. Just an iffy subject. Don't want him as my running back one. I'll take him as a two or a flex. (laughs) (laughs) Take him as a two or a flex, but he ain't going to be my running back one. Sorry to break it to you. Two, three years ago, he probably would have been, but not anymore. All right,
1: Kev. First, Saquon is not banged up again, he is still recovering. From his injury from last year. And he's actually participating in joint practices versus the Patriots this week. Tell him! <laughs> Listen, I hope you're right because I get the third pick
0: and he's going to be there. So I hope you're right because that's my and guy. And guess what?
1: I had the sixth pick and I traded for third just so I can go there and draft him. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's how that's how I think about Saquon. Um, Daniel Jones definitely needs to prove himself a little bit more. They got the help. Two to one interception ratio is an absolute must. So, Lou, I definitely I'm agree with you there. Like, he,
2: like, he's not – sorry to rephrase. Like, he's just not, like – he's just
1: not safe nah, unless de- he plays. He's definitely not safe. Here's the thing, right? He's going into his third year this year, and he's still 24 years old. There's yeah. quarterbacks that get drafted at 24 years old the yeah. first year. Yeah, So I So, I don't want to say, like, I'm against it, and I don't want to say that he deserves a larger learning curve. I think that last year he definitely – lost a little bit more of the fumbles, but, like, the turnovers are still a problem for him. And he played through more injuries than people thought that he did last year. He played through a completely torn hammy, a shoulder strain. Like, he he played through a bunch of stuff and didn't complain about it in the media like we would hear with the typical people. So I respect him for it. And the locker room and the organization treats him as the franchise guy. So I just think that with... That being said, I don't want to say that they don't have another option because they do. And I think I just think that they wouldn't put such an emphasis on him being the franchise guy with them having two first-round picks this year if they didn't think it was him. Yeah. So I just think time will tell with that scenario. I definitely don't think he's proven or solidified himself to me yet. That's I, all I want. I definitely think that I would rather have him than a lot of other quarterback scenarios around the league. And I think the Giants are trending up. I think we, we got yeah. defense. We got them some weapons. That's fair. So... Back to business. Back to business. Going to go down with some wide receiver names. Some hot wide receiver Ooh. names. I like hot. And starting off here, Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. You guys heard how big I was on CeeDee Lamb and hearing all these Dak injuries. I don't like Amari Cooper all the more. Side note, he was another one who was ranked kind of high. I think he was a 93 or 94 in the Madden ratings. He's a good, good route runner, though. I'll give him that. He just, he he had a case of the drops on Oakland as well. Yep. But going to my next guy, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Because I honestly think that both of these guys had great years last year. But I think that they're going to play second fiddle to a rookie. I really do. And I think... T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd were guys that were heavily relied on throughout fantasy seasons and in teams for the past couple of years. I know T. Higgins was a rookie last year and he had a pretty good rookie outing. But on Tyler Boyd's note, I mean, I drafted him expecting him to be my keeper in in like the 8th to 10th round. And now with chase there i just i can't do that i can't treat him with the same value because i don't think higgins or boyd will surpass you know 750 receiving yards with chase being there just my opinion another wide receiver Corey davis i think the jets are going to be better i don't think they're going to win six games i think we'll see that either zach wilson's the guy or he's we'll either see if Corey davis is a number one wide receiver or he's not um, so I, I just think it's tough when you're relying on, on guys like that. And, Kev, I know you mentioned Odell Beckham as as a beware candidate, but I honestly think I would feel comfortable having Odell rather than any of these guys that I just shared. And I don't know if you feel the same way, but where Odell is being drafted and where these guys are being drafted, I would think that almost all of these guys are being drafted above Odell, and I would rather Odell Yeah, that. I, I agree with that. Okay, going to my running back, DeAndre Swift. Miles Sanders you guys have heard me repetitively say these two names and I think I've been really hard in the Eagles I think if there's one person on the Eagles that's going to surprise me it'd be Jalen Hurts so I think if there's anyone you're looking for on that side of the ball um he's the guy other than that like I said I don't want any Eagles and Kev I'm going to finish off my fantasy beware with your favorite tight end of last year Eric drops Ebron. Don't want him. I don't even think he's the best tight end on his team anymore. Nah. I really don't. Um, and he, I really don't even think at this point he's fantasy relevant. He's a streamer with a great matchup. But other than that, I don't have too much faith in Eric Ebron. I know yeah. you did last year, mm-hmm. but that's my fantasy yeah. beware.
2: My only thing, and I'm a Miles Sanders homer, I will say he had his best games of the year with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. And, again, that's a bad football team. That's going to run heavy, especially if uh, Devontae Smith is out and he catches the football. So I think he is, I think if you can get him in the third or I, not the third, If I, if he falls to the fourth or fifth, I would take him as an RB3 or a low end RB2 if you have great wide receivers. And I'll tell you this, anyone on the Jets I'm out on, yeah. and Eric Ebron, I I I <laughs> <Been> please, <home. laughs> please. I, I do think DeAndre Swift's a big risk. Again, these those are guys that I think should be R B twos with RB one potential with good matchups, but yeah. the team just turns them into threes Absolutely. in flexes.
1: In in Lou, like the thing is, like when it comes down to like a lot of these guys, the Miles Sanders, the Josh Jacobs, I just think that <laughs> These guys that are getting drafted in the second, third round, I'd rather take my chances on yeah. Anajay Harris and Austin Eckler. Oh, sure. Taylor. Even, like, I like Clyde Edwards-Halea better than those guys. Now, yes. Not even huge on Clyde no, Edwards-Halea. No. So that's just, like I said, that's mm-hmm. just kind of how I feel I, about them. And I, like I said, you guys can mm-hmm. take this knowledge and experience mm-hmm. as you wish as a fantasy champion, as two fantasy champions, champions sitting here. And if not, then we'll mm-hmm. see, you, see you next September. And,
2: and, and, <laughs> and uh, one more thing I will say. I'm out on T. Higgins. I'm out on Tyler Boyd. I'm out on Jamar Chase too.
1: Oh, uh, are you? I've
2: watched. I've watched the Bengals preseason games. I've read up on him. They said he has not created any separation at all to start it. So with and they say Burrow's very timid to come back. Even though I love Joey B, I think he is a stud. I would give up two first from the Colts for him.
1: For who, Joe Bruno?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. You ever seen Joe Bruno's glutes? Those, if those things could talk, they would just scream, weights,
1: weights, Savio. Oh, man. Two towers. (laughs) All right, guys, that is going to wrap things up for our fantasy. Beware. So we gave you guys our rankings and the guys to stay away from. Good luck in your fantasy drafts and your fantasy seasons and make sure to tune in to our fantasy rankings for week one coming up next. Hope to see you guys at our pop-up event September 1st. Peace out, guys.